بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد وعن سمرة بن جندب رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن المسألة كد يكد بها الرجل وجهه إلا أن يسأل الرجل السلطانا أو في أمر لا بد منه رواه الترمذي وقال حديث حسن صحيح وعن ابن مسعود رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من اصابته فاقه فانزلها بالناس لم تسد فاقته ومن انزلها بالله فيوشك الله له برزق عاجل او اجل رواه ابو داود والترمذي وقال حديث حسن سمر بن جندب رضي الله تعالى نريت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم سد asking or begging this word kaddun in this context literally will translate it as being an injurious act something which tires a person by which a person peels away his face this hadith the subject matter is similar to the previous hadith, to hadith which has passed, where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that la tazalul mas'ala, a person will continue begging or asking. This refers to obviously that type of begging or asking which is not permissible in shariat. Until such a person meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wa fi wajhi muz'atu laham. And there is no flesh that remains upon his face. So, similar theme or concept is found in this hadith where Rasulullah said that asking or begging unnecessarily or in an impermissible manner or in a situation which the Sharia does not allow for such asking is an injurious act by which a person peels away his face. In the riwayat of Abu Dawood, Rasulullah it is mentioned فَمَنْ شَاءَ أَبْقَى عَلَى وَجِهِ وَمَنْ شَاءَ تَرَكَ So a person can decide that he can preserve his face or cause something, a person can decide that he can preserve his face or he can continue with what he is doing. So we see the analogy that is found in this hadith. The face is the position of izzat and dignity and honor in the body. When a person gets into the habit of asking or begging, then he loses his dignity or honor. Secondly, ulama Ikram explain it like this. They say the qibla and the rukh and the direction of the face is Allah. For every need, for every situation, for every condition, we turn only to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When a person gets into the habit of begging, then what he has done is he has turned this face away from Allah to the makhluk. So what is he doing in this analogy? Rasulullah says he's peeling away his face. He is destroying his izzat. He is destroying his dignity, his honor. And the more he will continue to do this, the greater will be the extent to which his dignity and honor till eventually Allah protect us such a person will be totally and completely humiliated before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment. 
So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa coming back to the hadith, إِنَّ الْمَسَلَةَ كَدٌ Verily, asking or begging is an injurious act by which a person peels away his face, except إِلَّا أَنْ يَسْأَلَ الرَّجُلُ السُّلْطَانًا Except where he places his need before the ruler. This refers to the context where there is an Islamic state. O fi amrin la buddha minhu. Either he places his need before the ruler or circumstances conspire to give him no other alternative but to ask. What is meant by placing one's need before the ruler? Because we find in an Islamic state the ruler is obliged to assist those who are needy from the public treasury in the form of zakat, etc. So placing one's need before the Islamic ruler obviously will be permissible because sometimes a person faces such crisis in life where it becomes permissible for him to ask, etc. Sometimes there is a natural disaster, a flood, earthquake, etc. where all one's possessions are destroyed or a person becomes so ill that he is unable to work due to ill health or a person is exceptionally poor in these conditions or circumstances in an, in an Islamic context the state will take care of such a person from zakat etc and he can place his need before the Islamic ruler or this such a situation when it arises then it falls within the purview of the latter part of the hadith where Rasulullah said, Fi amrin la buddha minhu. This person has no other alternative but to ask. Then in such circumstances, it will be permissible for him to place his need before the makhluk. Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala is the narrator of the hadith. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man asabatu faqatun. That person who faces some faqa, poverty, hardship, difficulty. فَأَنزَلَهَا بِالنَّاسِ And then he places this need before the creation. Allah Ta'ala in the Qur'an tells us, وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ We will test you in this world. This وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ The lam and noon مُشَدَّدْ لَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ When it comes together, in one expression in Quran, Mufassirin explained that it carries the meaning of qasam and oath. So Allah Ta'ala takes qasam and oath, we will test you. There will be hardship and difficulty. Jannat, this dunya is not jannat. It's a different matter that many of us are trying to make this dunya into jannat. This world is not a jannat. We ask Allah for afiyat. We ask Allah for ease. But we can see around us. Currently in this pandemic, how many people have lost near and beloved ones to them? Currently in this pandemic, how many people have lost their jobs? How many people are facing dire financial straits? So this is the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this world. Halat and conditions will come. The issue or the question or the challenge is what does the person do in the face of the halat or conditions? Primarily the objective and goal is in every halat and condition, turn to Allah. Ask from Allah, beg from Allah. This is what, why Allah brings the condition. Allah brings the condition, why? Quran tells us, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ Run back to Allah. Quran is ajeeb, I mentioned this previously. If you look at this word, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ 
In the Arabic language, we find many words carry the meaning of running. Harwala yuharwilu, sari'u, sabiqu, all these words carry a similar meaning of running. But the word farra yafirru, which Allah Ta'ala uses in this context, farra yafirru means when you run away from something which you are afraid of. When you are running towards salvation, when you are running towards safety, when you are running towards succor, when you are running towards, com- towards comfort, when you are running towards refuge, this is farra ya firru. Fafirru ilallah. Fafirru ilallah. Allah will bring conditions in this world. Halat and conditions will come. What is the requirement? Close your eyes and your mind to every other door and understand there is only one door of salvation. There is only one door of hope, one door of succor, one door of comfort, one door of refuge, and that is the door of Allah. Fafirru ilallah, run back to Allah. Rasulullah says, Man asabatu faqatun. Halat conditions came, a person faced dire financial straits, hardship, difficulty. He had one of two choices. He could have placed his need before Allah or he can place his need before the makhluk. What does this person do? فَأَنزَلَهَا بِالنَّاسِ Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam says that such a person instead of asking from Allah, he asks from the creation. أَنزَلَهَا بِالنَّاسِ He placed his needs before the creation. Then what is Allah's sunnat? What will Allah do with such a person? Allah protect us. Rasulullah said, His faqa and poverty will never end. Allah will never remove him from poverty. Rasulullah said, No person opens the door of asking from the makhluk except that Allah opens the door of perpetual dependence upon this person. So we have a choice, my respected brothers. Rasulullah says, when you are faced with financial difficulty, turn to the makhluk or turn to Allah. If you will turn to the makhluk, if you will turn towards the creation, then this will lead towards Allah's anger. And this will lead towards perpetual poverty. Why? Because he has placed his need before the one who is helpless like himself, anyone you turn to besides Allah is just as much in need as you are. Whether he is a millionaire or a billionaire or a trillionaire. Everyone, Ya Yohannas Antumul Fuqara'u ilallah. Every one of you is a faqeer and beggar before Allah. So when you turn to the makhluk, when you turn to ask from human beings, what are you doing? You are asking from those who are more helpless than you are. And you are turning your back and you are turning your back upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has the absolute power to fulfill your every need without his treasures diminishing in any way. Like the poet gives the analogy, لا تخضعن لمخلوق على طمع لا تخضعن لمخلوق على طمع فإن ذلك مضر عنك بالدين واسترزق الله وَاسْتَرْزِقِ اللَّهِ مِمَّا فِي خَزَائِنِهِ فَإِنَّمَا هِيَ بَيْنَ الْكَافِ وَالنُّونِ He says, do not demean or humiliate yourself 
By turning to the makhluk in creation, la takhta'anna li makhlukin ala tama. Why? Because this will destroy your deen. This will destroy your akhirah. This will destroy your iman. This will just destroy your yaqeen and your dependence upon Allah. Wastadziqillah. He says, seek your sustenance from Allah. Ask from Allah. My respected brothers, humanity today is caught up in halat and conditions. Allah has brought these conditions. Allah has brought these conditions. And for one reason only, for us to turn to Allah. It is very, very sad to observe how empty our masajid have become. It is very, very sad to observe that generally there is a paralysis that has overtaken us, where our minds and our hearts are caught in a web of fear. We are afraid. Today, whoever you talk to, illa mashallah, one message comes across, that of fear. Fear of what? Fear of the condition that Allah has put us in. Fear of falling ill. Fear of some relative or near one falling ill. Fear of some hardship or difficulty befalling us. A Muslim does not live in a culture of fear. A Muslim is one who understands that in every condition, turn to Allah, ask from Allah, beg from Allah, don't turn to the makhluk. So coming back to this hadith, like this person, like the poet says, لا ala tama. Do not demean yourself by turning to the makhluk. This will destroy your deen. Seek your sustenance from Allah. Why? Seek from Allah's treasures. Why for Allah, what is it? Whether it's coronavirus, whether it's poverty, whatever it may be. What is it for Allah? For Allah it is between the kaf and noon. Allah says when we decide say something, we say be and it becomes. Allah can remove this virus in one second. Allah can remove a person's poverty and hardship in one second. It's not difficult for Allah. But Allah has brought this condition for us to turn towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should be crying blood by respected brothers to see the condition of our masajid. Three or four safs, it used to be for Fajr Salah, now it is two safs. If you look at the other Salah, what has happened? Why have we turned away from the masjid? In reality, what is masjid? Masjid is Allah's house. This is the preservation and protection of our iman and deen. In fact, every one of us, this should become... This has now become an obligation upon us. Make fikr upon our brothers. Make fikr upon others. Create this awaz, this daily dawud of iman. Call the ummah back to the masjid. Allah give us tawfiq. Subhanallah. Alhamdulillah.